hey guys it's been a while i'm sorry guys a lot has been happening it's been a minute an hour trust y'all are doing fantastic um a merry christmas belated merry christmas to everyone around the world listening to me trust y'all are doing wonderful i pray that the lord of the season you know would visit us and make the reason for the season so impressed on our hearts and a happy new year in advance i am really really grateful to every person listening to me it's been amazing doing 2020 with you and i'd love to do it do it again if given the opportunity well today i don't know who this is for but i know it's been a while but i just wanted to release this out there for my sisters yeah for my sisters and the title of what I'll be talking about today, even though it's a, it's not a male bashing podcast, the title is Identity Crisis, Identity Crisis. Now, from the outset, from the very, very beginning, there is just something that humans have battled with, like from time, and that is since the fall happened, that's the identity. It's like when the fall happened... It's not even it's like when the fall happened man lost his identity and by his I mean you know but women and men like the human race you know so when we come to Christ is something that we we are meant to discover and that's why I keep saying that it's time I talk about purpose I'm always all about what is your divine sweet spot hope you're not just hope you know that you're not just here on the earth you know just to room about and all that but you do have something specifically to do because your fingerprint cannot be used for somebody else and somebody else's cannot be used for yours okay so why i said so is identity crisis identity crisis this is something that has been for ages it's not just a millennial problem but it seems like as the age is getting like you know as the world is you know getting more civilized and the end of the world is you know drawing closer and closer it's getting even more worse um the culture isn't even making it any more easier at all so and i will say that um speaking to men especially there's nothing more dangerous and my sisters too than a man who is not led because a man is no greater than his level of devotion i'm gonna say that again a man is no greater than his level of devotion yeah a man is no greater like i said than his level of devotion men are identity givers i don't know if anyone has noticed but there's been a famine of kingdom men like that's just a thing there's been a famine of kingdom men so much that it just feels like something is something major is off and it's 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 really obvious you know and there's a problem when the identity giver is in the state of an identity crisis or, even even, or doesn't even know what um, it means to have an identity. There's not, nothing more dangerous than an unled man and a man who doesn't pray. And that's why I said a man is no greater than his level of devotion. That's just it. Just basic. That's it. Truth. Because... Hmm. A man who does not pray, quoting my mentor now, is an arrogant man. Same with a woman who does not pray, is an arrogant man. Now, I'm more on the men because men are meant to have that nevertheless posture. That posture of, because they are gatekeepers. Naturally, a man is a gatekeeper. 
okay and because he's a gatekeeper he's meant to have that nevertheless posture of you know what nothing gets to my family nothing gets to my woman that's my wife my kids nothing gets to any uh, of my loved ones because except that before that thing has to pass through me i mean so nothing gets to them except through me so because of that i'm doing i'm doing battle every time but what i see today is just the women are the one doing battles not the men and that is that's that's crazy because that's really really it, it calls for concern you know i think that was a podcast i did i think this year i don't know if it, it was um um earlier this year i don't know exactly or last year but i know that the title of the podcast was the proverbs 31 man and it was kind of uh, an irony because a lot of people know you know the proverbs 31 <laughs> was written by a woman all right that's king solomon's mother like her words of advice to him and you know you wonder especially with the things that happened in her life with king david it was wonderful it was a breath of fresh fresh air listening to a woman tell her son this is the kind of woman that you should pick and everybody always has that oh the proverbs 31 woman the proverbs 31 woman but for a man if you're asking for a proverbs 31 woman are you a proverbs 31 man and are you an efficient five man you know so a man who does not pray is arrogant and by arrogant i mean what he says by not praying is i, I got this all figured out by myself i have this all mapped out so what he does to you is beware of a man who just comes to you in in his feeling wrong address wrong um wrong address wrong address wrong address wrong post wrong whatever it is your feeling is not where you want to be that's a very wrong place to be in and that's why i'll say it again for the ladies beware of a man who comes to you just based on how he feels because trust me not even in love relationships alone even in life feelings fade feelings are very very powerful communicators you know they're powerful servants with terrible masters and that's why we do not dwell on our feelings so if a man comes to you in his feeling trust me something will happen and he would leave in his feeling if he leaves there i mean l-i-v-e like leaves there and it comes to you in his feeling one day you would l-e-a-v-e leave in his feeling and you'd be wondering what happened nothing happened you know and the beautiful thing about god is that god will always show us all the signs up in the rainbow all the colors in the rainbow as a red flag and you know we ignore that part of us that intuition that that thing in us that makes us know when you meet people for the first time that mm, something's off we ignore that i heard someone say recently that human beings are the only set of people the only set of living things that god gave the power of you know intuition and you know discernment and yet they ignore it animals don't and every other set of human every other set of living things do not ignore that matter of fact they know how powerful that is so i say that to see there's gonna be another podcast on that do not energies don't lie do not just turn off that part that spirit that spirit of god inside of you that says no something is off 
because most of the time i'm not saying do not align it aligning with the word but most of the time is usually right especially when you're walking with god and not just that alone if you're someone who is also very sensitive and very in touch with yourself that's what i call emotional intelligence okay continuing i will say that there is no such thing as a neutral relationship i've always been all about defining your relationship with people a lot of people are in situationships that they call it a relationship and it's heartbreaking there is no such thing as a neutral relationship and you want you want a relationship from someone it's just the best thing is just to let them know simple and this is where conversation and communicating is very very important you can't just expect you know life is hard enough life is harder and so instead of assuming that someone should know it's better you say yeah because like i tell everyone around me like i say it every time i have enough on my plate to deal with and i'm not a mind reader no matter how much I love you, you owe it yourself. Well, I could sense when things are off, maybe, sometimes. But you owe yourself that responsibility to ask me, this is what I feel. This is what I can get. Alright, so, whenever you enter into a relationship, hmm, you get the way people think and process thoughts. I don't know how to emphasize this but you cannot underemphasize this when you meet people you're not just meeting a ghost pay attention to the way people answer questions when you ask them this is really really important because man forget all the clothes forget for the ladies forget the wigs i said that forget the jeans forget all the jackets Forget the Louis Vuitton, forget the Gucci, for the men forget the Rolls Royce, forget whatever it is. We are all traumatic. We are all broken people. It's just that it has levels to it. And because it has levels to it, we don't know how far someone is hurt until we get close. Okay, so you meet people and you're like, oh, you know, I, I love talking and being around this person because they make me feel a certain type of way, a good way. And I know I don't like being around this person because they have so much trauma. Everybody has trauma. But then you owe it your, oh, let me say it's your due diligence to do the work. Okay, and that's why this is where you work on yourself because we are all traumatic. We all have patterns of dysfunctions in our families. I don't care how wonderful, how amazing, how sweet the people in the family are. There is just something. There is just a generational thing in every family that has to be broken. And that's why who you marry is very important. Marry someone you can break generational curses with. Don't just look at the face. Don't just look at how curvy she is as the highway and how tall he is like his yeah not how curvy she is as the highway like i said or how high how his ID is as a skyscraper no it's more than that you get the way people think and process thoughts if you've not seen someone angry i don't care how long you've been dating them people can't pretend I think I'm going to do a podcast on that too. Time is your friend. Man, 
we had time but we underestimate every time the importance and how powerful the time factor is time is your friend bro sis time weeds out people you really think you you know them give it time you just met someone you get married three months later says just decide intentionally decide to slow it down for a sec tell this guy you want to wait for a year you have things to you know settle but say it in a more smarter more coordinated way let's see how he reacts because how he reacts says a lot another thing is i'm just gonna throw this one out for two cents when you meet people you have to begin to ask yourself you know after doing your homework am i the toxic person okay i'm not is the person a toxic person okay they're not but sometimes you can't be so sure so especially when it comes to relationships you have to begin to ask god show me this the part of this person that i have never seen i want to see the see it and see them if it's more than one so that i can know if i can live with this person at the end of the day is you and that's why today i'm talking about identity crisis what bothers me most is about the men. That's why I decided I'll make this podcast. What is it about the famine of kingdom men? Because, you know, it's, it's a really, really heartbreaking thing. It's a cycle. If a girl doesn't have a good fatherhood, she hasn't experienced what a real father is. She's going to have problems with the guys in her life. Same with a guy who has issues with the females. I got a message from another, um, um, that's, that's this man I follow on social media. And he said, there is a generation of men who hate women. Now you could hear that and you'll be like, oh, what does he mean by that? That's too deep. Why would he talk like that? Not everybody. Yeah, but the, per- the percentage is high. And that's why I'm so worried about my sisters around the world. Don't just walk with your feeling, with the, with the, with the way you feel. Have you seen this guy in the hot autumn? Hmm. Have you seen him in summer? How does he react under pressure? When he's angry or upset? Have you seen him during the winter? It's a whole lot to think about. Ask yourself, have I watched this person enough to see how they think? That's critical. If so, have I seen how they think under pressure? I just said that. How do they think under compromise or when they do not get their way, when they want to have something so bad? How does this person think? It's more than just the face, bro. It's more than just the curves. I don't care how much orgasm she gives you. Yeah, I just said that I did. Same with the sis, the bro. All of you, I don't care. And that's why this brings me to another topic that I would like to discuss. Compatibility. People exaggerate compatibility. I'll just beg to say no, I beg to differ. It should be suitability. Does this person suit my purpose? Not just compatibility because you could be compatible with dysfunction. Hear me? You could be compatible with 
a demon. You could be compatible with spirits, compatible with trauma. It's not about compatibility. I mean, that's good, but, you know, if you really want to do kingdom, compatibility is like cultural advice. Suitability is kingdom advice. Does this person suit my purpose? When you begin to look for suitability and not compatibility, you begin to weed certain people out. You begin to know I'm not supposed to date everyone, so that's why I said earlier that I feel that before a man should walk to a woman, he should pray, especially when it comes to marriage. If God tells you this woman suits your purpose, then things begin to happen. And then all of a sudden you feel like, I don't think there's hope here. You're not meant to go to somebody else and give up on that relationship. You're meant to go back to the one, that God who told you this is her. But when you see a person just say, you know what, I'm out, cut off game so strong, and move on to the next person, the person doesn't even know who they are. It's part of not knowing who you are, that's an identity crisis. And it's very dangerous for a woman to follow a man that is not led here, missus. It kills. And so... The different kind of relationships people are in today distracting relationships deceiving relationships paralyzing relationships poisonous relationships evolving relation evolving relationships and divine relationships i'm gonna this is gonna have a part two i'm gonna come back to this but it's just something that i thought i'll leave with everyone listening to me right now identity crisis identity crisis what do you do when the giver of the identity is nowhere to be found at a position that's what's killing the world today every sector everybody every organization every family the backbone of a nation the backbone of every community is the smallest unit that's where children are born that's the family and so when somebody out there is out of position something is terribly off when Adam got out of position that's what is that's why we are here today because one person decides to go out of position you, you know, you imagine if all one of the stars up there, just look in the stars, look in the sky. If one of the stars got out of position, do you know what the world will be like today? People don't understand the power of sin. And that's why it saddens my heart when I hear people say, is the God of love, he's a loving God. You haven't seen this, this God judge. For once, just for once, if you do see him, you will tremble. I remember Moses' words in the Bible. He said, so great was Sinai. So great was that experience still. I exceedingly quaked. It's dreadful. Point I'm making He's a loving God, but he's also a God of judgment. And he hates sin, but loves the sinner. And that's why I keep saying you can't, you can't be with two lovers. 
the only person who can do that is a whore. I don't mean to offend, but it's just the basic truth. By two lovers, I mean you pack the worldly one hand and pack God. You can't serve mammon and God together. And it's the same thing with, you know, um, with people today. You get, when a person gets out of order, everything is just so wrong, you know? And so I'll leave a word of advice for every lady listening to me right now on the men. Let me just say it's really, really important for you to find out why you were created. What is your divine sweet spot? I would always say that. There is something you were cosmically created to do in the earth. There is some there is something. And that's why when it comes to depression and suicide. That topic is uh, has so many, you know, so many things attached to it. Do you know that you could be depressed if you do not know why you were created? You could want to die or feel like committing suicide because you do not know why you were created. The day you find purpose and the only purpose giver is God, your life begins to align. I do not say this offhand, I speak from experience. With all humility. The day you discover why you were born, like for real, for real. I just discovered this is this is my divine sweet spot. Like this is why I was created. Like David, you do not begin to date just anybody. You do things on purpose. You date on purpose. You do not date pasture because you know you were anointed for palace. Ooh. I don't know who that is for, but I'm going to say that again. You do not date girls or guys in pasture knowing fully well that you're anointed for palace. Even if you're not in palace yet. That's what purpose does. Purpose is a fixer. And so I'll say that, you know, the devil is the best um, swift talker. And I'll just say one of the reasons and one of the things, the how that you're going to know that a person is not from God, you have to, you know, get back to your closet, to your prayer life. Because when you lack a prayer life, this is three things I'm going to leave with you tonight. When you lack a prayer life, you're anxious and you do not give it time. You would always get it wrong. Time is your friend. Time weeds out people. Like the weeding is amazing. If you feel like time is not doing it, try prayers. I've always said that prayer is a missile. If you do not know how to launch, tell the one who created and instituted it to teach you how to launch. It's a missile. And not just a missile, it's a relationship. And that brings me, this podcast brings me to the end where I get to ask you, do you have a why as an individual? The man that's in your life right now, does he know the reason why he wants to be in a relationship with you? Is it just to fulfill his lustful desires or because he just wants to have a family? Because I keep saying it's on this side of the world and every other place that I see that reproduction is the first thing people put when they get married. I'm not saying it's not good to have kids first when you get into marriage. 
I'm saying that I've heard people who say that one of the basic the basic thing for getting married is just to have kids and that is so wrong a mentality. Reproduction is about the third. The first thing is to be a helpmate. The second is for companionship. The third, that's reproduction. But then do you know that Adam was not going around looking for a spouse? He wasn't. He was about his father's business. He knew how to hear God's voice. And God said, oh, now it's time for my, to, for my son to have a wife and help me. So I'm going to make him and help me in the earth. So my point, sisters and brothers listening to me, if you do not know how to hear from God as a man, how do you expect to lead a mortal? Not even a wife now. My sisters, it's dangerous, very dangerous to be with a man who cannot hear God's voice. Like I said, I, th- I said I was going to throw this in quickly. It is dangerous to be with a man who is not led. It is dangerous to be advised by people who are not heavenly advised. I'd also like to say in conclusion that if an individual is running from their own issues, like personal issues, I said we all have trauma. And if a person is running from their own issues, what makes you think they'll be mature enough to handle our relationship issues? A person is avoiding issues in their life that they need to work through. How do you think that when you're with that person, the person is going to handle that collective relationship issue with you? It's not just about a brother being on fire, sisters. Let's not spiritualize everything. This is plain logic, common sense. Even though I know it's not common at all, but sometimes common sense doesn't do it, and then you, you include prayers. And then, if this person is not even dealing with their personal issues, how are they going to deal with our collective issues? This is something I would love to leave you with as I round off this podcast. It is highly dangerous to be with a man that is not led by God. It can kill you. It has killed so many. Not just physical alone, but even spiritually. And a prayer that I always tell people is, don't allow marriage to be your end physically. Marriage should not end you physically. Neither should it end you spiritually. It's meant to enhance you. It's meant to grow you. And that's why you need to be careful who you have in your corner. Any relationship you have and it's not growing you, you need to check out. Don't be loyal to a devil because of history. It's not, it's not wise. You know, we all say when it comes to people and maturity and what we've been through, oh, a person can do this because, you know, they didn't grow up around that, their background. There's a, there's a limit to where that, that excuse can get to. It gets to a point where what I've seen about people these days is they don't want to take responsibility for their actions. There's a limit to where that excuse can get to. It gets to a place where you have to say, you know what? Enough. My mom didn't do this for me. My dad didn't do this for me. But then how about you? 
you owe yourself that because you're gonna have a family how what are you gonna use to teach them what is gonna be that guiding principle if they didn't do that you do it yourself because there's room to grow there's room to breathe there's room to there's room to breathe and expand so what I'm saying in essence is there's only a limit to all the there's only a limit I'm sorry for the break guys there is only a limit to oh they didn't do this for me I didn't have this in my childhood there's only a limit to that you owe yourself a responsibility to grow to grow so guys um, there's gonna be a part to this identity crisis and I wish that and I not just wish but hope that this would help someone out there listen to me it's still the voice of your homegirl have a fabulous fabulous 2020 is about ending a couple of days have a fabulous year and um, we'll see in the new year bye